0: Alright, alright, alright. Welcome back, my friends, to the podcast that never ends. This is uh, Mike Kingston, your host creator of the Arena of Ideas podcast, your podcast. And uh, I'm just simply the host and creator of it, of course. We're changing a few things up. I've had some uh, comments about ways in which to conduct the uh, opens and everything else and kind of get into things instead of running over everything. Uh, thanks to Tim from Colorado Springs. Wonderful person told me to tighten it up and work on, work on a few things and get this, get this thing better and get it more pliable and usable for a me, the host, creator, and you, the listening, wonderful people that this is the reason why we have the Arena of Ideas podcast, right? Exactly. Anyway, so, um, this is the experiment at the crossroads between content and conversation reinvented, of course, podcast for anything, everything, all things for everyone, straight fire, no holds barred, two from the hip, so on and so forth. You know, there's all these different topics we can talk about, cutting to the chase, of course. Um, feels great to be back on again. It really does, because this this is where I need to be, and I, you know, no excuses i got to find more time and and, and make it clo- closer between each episodes and all these other things and and just keep working and keep uh, keep grinding and getting this getting all this content out for you all right so anyway um all the rest of the stuff the familiar's about the podcast at the end of the podcast I'm going to go into more of the details um how to get a hold of the podcast and everything else from now on um Letting you know in the open, though, there now are 15 places to listen. I'm not going to go over the whole rundown of all the places. I'm just going to tell you that iHeart, Spotify, Google, actual Google itself. um, It's also on Amazon Music. It is also on YouTube Music and Podvine, Podaddict, and so on and so forth. Okay? Getting back to that. I am the conduit of content, the voice of the people, for the people, by the people, this, of course, is an all-information podcast wielding truth, humor, wit, sarcasm, freedom, so on and so forth. And, you know, the open, the open basically screaming at the sky and all, all these other things. If you ever had these problems and things that you have conflict with, this arena, this place, and me, we're all here for you. And we all need to make it the possibly the best it can be. The views and opinions expressed in this and all Arena of Ideas podcast episodes and that are that of the host and guests who happen to be coming on. Not to be taken out of context or misrepresented by any means possible. Alright? Putting it out there, look, things are gonna be said, everything else so forth, is to cover everyone, let you know that this this is their ideas and their opinions and their views of what they happen to say about whatever the topic of discussion is, right? Exactly. I will jump in and say this is the 42nd episode to catch a vampire, energy, emotional, sympathetic, and otherwise vampires, which I will get in and discuss about. It's kind of a interesting and kind of a lighthearted topic compared to the last couple ones. You know, you've, uh, I've been talking about human trafficking and I've been talking about electric vehicles and all those heavy topics. Well, this time we're going to dive into something else and you're going to, by the time it's all said and done, you can either identify as the, as whoever this is, or maybe it's someone else you know, an acquaintance, someone you work with, but the episode 42 is to catch a vampire, energy, emotional, sympathetic, and more vampires. All right, so um, what we're looking at is, of course, we got the comedy corner and everything else. I have got Shaw's kebab and gyros I'm going to be doing a commercial read for. I have also got the Beastie Boys as the mic check. I've got John Wayne as the legend. Of course he is. Anyway, those are some of the little highlights about what you're going to hear down the road later. We're going to jump right in, dive right into the topic of discussion, which is the To Catch a Vampire. And it's fill in the blank after that. All right. So basically... Definition: They suck the life and resources out of the people around them. They attach themselves to people. Well, they got you know basically it's um, pretty much pity and pity and attention that they're looking for. Everyone knows someone like this. In the movie Wedding Crashers, the term was a stage five clinger, a strong person. See. A strong person will will do their best to help themselves yet yet a sympathy yet a sympathy or energy or emotional and otherwise. vampire will always default to a asking others for help and also um trying to find you know their own responsibility in taking things over and they start they come more of the of the topic of discussion and the situation and issue than the actual person that they're, they're discussing with. Nothing it seems, everything seems to be the problem because they would not be able to incur pity on everyone. Sympathy vampire, right? So on and so forth. Energy vampire, a person who sometimes intentionally drains your emotional energy right from you. They feed on your willingness to listen and care for their for their leaving you exhausted and overwhelmed and they can be your spouse, best friend, someone you work with, a coworker. It could be your Aunt Mildred or somebody in your family, not to point anybody out, but it could be anyone your entire family that you you know that it no matter what happens, it always seems like they always have a war story to talk about, or a wound, or an operation, or you know or maybe just their whole life story they want to like vent it out on you lay it out on you and you're all upbeat positive and you have all these other wonderful things going on and by the time that they're done you feel drained you feel out of it you feel like mentally and emotionally kind of wrecked after it and you're going what the hell happened I woke up I woke up I had so many wonderful things I wanted to talk about today and I wanted to go do and now I don't feel like doing a damn thing Because this person has basically taken you and what you were planning on doing and redirected you into what they are planning on doing, right? It's all about them. Well, let me go back to it. Let me get back to the very beginning, actually. Props to my son, Dylan. He's uh, my son, Dylan. Anyway, he um, likes a show called What We Do in the Shadows. And in this show, What We Do in the Shadows... They've got actual vampires, you know, blood-sucking vampires that are going to actually take the physical life, you know, the full life out of you. Well, in this clan of these vampires, there is one of them. His name is Colin Robinson. And Colin Robinson is a energy vampire. And so I was watching this show with him. I like the show. It's funny. It's a good comedy. It's on Hulu if you're looking for it. Um. Anyway, so... The whole situation comes down that I start watching and I'm like, who's this Colin Robinson guy he's talking about? We go to watch him and he does. He just starts talking people's ears off. He just keeps talking about something over and over and over again and really just starts messing with everyone else around. And as people are listening to him and the longer he keeps going, more people are either falling asleep, they're passing out, or they're just out of it. They're just mentally checked out. And I'm like, you know what? Everyone knows someone like that somewhere. Everybody does. It's just a way of life. It's reality. And um, man, you know what? I need to do an episode about that. So that's why we're doing episode 42 about this. So like I said, we're not, I mean, as you go along and I start talking about the different traits and different ways to uh, not only n- recognize who they are and what which one of the vampires they are. But then also in your life and and who you deal with, you probably know someone like that. Just It may start clicking and you probably didn't think about it in the terms like I'm explaining here. But now it may be making a whole lot of sense when it comes down to kind of what these people have been. And you're like, you get around them, you try to spend very little time with them, but they end up drawing you in. They lock you in and the next thing you know, it's their show, not you. And like in the in the in the form of some of these other vampires and things, they could be you know a, they could be a blend of an a energy vampire, an emotional vampire, a sympathetic vampire. There's joy vampires. There's all these different ones. Um, it could be it, it could be a culmination of them all. You never really know. And I know I've got like I said, everyone's got people in their lives from coworkers and everyone else down the line that we're all involved with in some degree, in some level. But I thought it was pretty cool to do the research and all this, to look it up, and they actually have, you know, ways in which, and like I said, with all my episodes, they're all awareness exercises, it's a chance, and opportunity to bring things out, get things out there, and leave the discussion on the table for us all. So even though I do, I'm the one hosting and I'm the creator of this, of this podcast, hey, delve into it, look into it, you got other comments and things? You know, there's a phone number, there's email, there's ways to get back at me, word of mouth and all that. You can talk to me about it or we can follow it up or if you want to even get in and jump in and talk about this and maybe some other things, you know, it's an open mic, open conversation and open opportunity for everyone out there to do this, you know, be out there and talking about your things because again, this is your podcast. I'm just simply the host creator of it, Arena of Ideas. Again, this is episode forty-two to catch a vampire, and then it's fill in the blank with, of course, energy, emotional, sympathetic, and so on. All right. So anyway, um, the again, these people they're they're looking to get pity. They they it's like the light bulb doesn't really come on; it stays dim for them. They're just kind of out there, and um, I don't know. It just goes into these little uh, these little sections of their lives and things they're on the surface probably just a good greeter or something next thing you know once it gets past greeting and now you know these people and you kind of uh, it's more of a at a personal level now they start going into like I said details about them or talking to you so much that they take they take from you and this is weird transference of them dropping off all this crap and all this bs and all these all these this, this, you know, these heavy things on their lives, and they're leaving them with you, and then the, you're, they're taking your upbeat positive, you're uplifting, and all these other things, and that, and now they're lighter in their shoes, and now you feel like you got an elephant on your shoulders, having to deal with all this. Okay, so again, I told you about Colin Robinson. He's the energy vampire, if you will, from what we do in the shadows. Again, it's a show on Hulu. An a Hulu original. And you gotta watch him, man. He, you talk about seeing the physical presence of that, you know, the, the actual definition of energy vampire, but seeing it in real time and seeing it acted out. He does a tremendously wonderful job. And it's, it's funny to watch it. And it's just, it's mesmerizing. in the fact that, man, it does happen. I've, you know, I, like I said, I saw that and I started getting into this. And man, it just, um, it really started hitting home on all these different topics and all these different things that were going on. It's like, how come you start a day, you're all ready to go, you know, help save the world, and by the time it's all said and done, you're just looking for a place to sit down and rest your head because you you can't even move. You're immobile. You're just sitting there in your own skin. And you're like, what the hell hit me? What train hit me? What bus hit me, you know? All right, so... Energy vampire are people who sometimes intentionally drain your emotional energy. They feed on your willingness to listen and care for them, leaving you exhausted and overwhelmed. They can be your spouse, best friend, and so on, as I just mentioned. All right. Also a sympathy vampire. Now, a sympathy is a emotional vampire. We're going to get into that real quick and then we'll go over to the sympathy vampire. Emotional vampire is someone who gaslights manipulates or uses others, other emotionally controlling, can use trolling tactics to diminish another person. They can ghost people and then just, you know, kind of just harass them, get up in their face about stuff. Whether they do this intentionally or not, emotional vampires of 10... Leave others feeling depressed, anxious, and insecure about themselves. They are to- they are toxic because they unload all of these issues, manipulate it on another person. They take all these other issues of themselves, and they want to give it. They want to again. They want to give it to that person that they found as a victim, if you will. You know, nobody thinks of themselves as a victim, but. Getting in the crosshairs and getting within so many feet of these wonderful emotional vampires. Man, they're running in your parade. They're, they're, they're messing you up and you don't even realize it because they might open up with a simple conversation or something else. And then they start delving right into, you know, this other part where they're just, they're just trying to keep you hooked. They're trying to keep you locked in and, and shut down to what's going on. Like I was saying, emotional and energy vampires, they're very close. Really, like I said, the energy vampire, he's down. He can barely walk in his own shoes. He's just trotting along, and then he goes along and um, and does his little mind, you know, like his little mind tricks and things like that on you, get you locked in, and then he just holds you there, kind of puts you in this holding pattern, and then he just unloads and keeps unloading words and words and in monotone, just kind of all these things, and he just keeps that conversation going. You're trying to go do something else, he's holding you in it, in his you know kind of in this in this holding pattern, like if you're on an airplane circling and looking for a way to land, but you can't, because the energy vampire is keeping you there. Man, what a life, huh? Not like I said, you you start hearing these different traits and these different different types of vampires. And you can go, you know what, man, I, yeah, I actually do. I actually do know someone like that. Totally correct. All right, so five types of emotional vampires, narcissists, drama lovers, victims, controllers, and talkers. Sometimes they'll have all those skills going at the same time. Who knows, man, they're, they're multi-talented in the way in which to bring us all down. Shut the ship down and call it call it quits, right? Exactly. Man, who, who needs this? We, we need it's 2024. We need more motivation and more happiness in the world and it uh, they're making it tough, man. They're making it tough. All right. Types of energy vampires, narcissist, victim, sadness, drama drama, king or queen, passive aggressive, feel put down, control freak, Anger, jealousy, and pessimism. Again, all the words you hear, I'm not going to throw, I'm going to give you a great analogy. I'm I'm throwing, I throw some big words and stuff out there. Um, It's important to have those words out there because they do mean something. If you're not sure what these words mean, I'll give you a quick reference before I go back into this. Um, Stephen King, my favorite author, I've used him on the Course of Legends before. He put it one way, um, someone went up to him and he has a high vocabulary wordsmith and he throws in very, very many high compound, big compound and very large and grand words and speak when he translates himself onto his books. Well, here's the whole thing about that. He goes, look, I'm not going to bend and bend the knee or cut back on what I actually do as the the author and writer in these books You know what? I have these words out there for the meaning and depth of what I'm saying. Look them up, understand them, and become better better well-read, and have a better understanding, and maybe even educate yourself a little bit when it comes to the entire process of vernacular and communication. Right? Exactly. Look, I know my voice doesn't sound the best, but I also need to get these episodes out. I wanted to get this out. I've been wanting to. People thought this was rather interesting. I just kind of do a beta test every once in a while and just throw out ideas. I'm going to be doing as episodes just to see how people react to it. And they thought this is pretty interesting. Cause again, it kind of, it's, it's in touch with all of us. You know, this comes down to being at the human level of us all. And, uh, again, my voice doesn't sound the best, but you know what? Guess what? I, I don't, I don't edit anything. I don't worry about anything. I just go. Again, I'm not at my best. I'm not at 100%. Who is? and But it's important to get these episodes out and get this information out about what? Episode 42, To Catch a Vampire. Fill in the blank. I'm going to leave it at that. I've already explained those things. All right. So, um, I've gone through the process of dealing with the energy vampires. Okay. Difference between an energy slash emotional vampire. Emotional Emotion, um, emotional feeds on what you care about most. Energy, they thrive at work, because most most, uh, most relate to, to what you do for a living, right? Correct. So many um, center it around that part of life, or maybe even what you do after work or something else. But that's kind of the differences between those two. The closest together... With a few subtle changes is the emotional and sympathy or sympathetic vampires. They are. Uh, they also feed on ways to get at you with what you hold dear emotionally. And so, like I said, th- this is a deeper thing because energy is really meeting anyone. You can go up to someone, walk up, know them not even long enough for a cup of coffee, walk up to them and just throw this on them and then all of a sudden just walk away, they're scot-free, they've lost a 100 pounds or 10 pounds, you've gained that weight, and they've lost it, and they're moving on. Um The deeper, harder levels is emotional and sympathy, and that's when you're talking about more or less the people in your family, really, because those are the ones that are going to play upon your emotions and, and what you really like and you, knowing more about you, and then the sympathetic vampire is going to sit there and unload you know, they're like Evil Knievel, old school reference. Anyway, um, all the, all their bumps, their bruises, their scars, every surgery they've had, they're going to start just unloading everything they go through. The anguish from getting up in the morning all the way to when they go to bed and they try to survive the day. They're going to throw that crap on you as a sympathetic vampire, which is tough, man. Like I said, I'm not hundred percent, but you know what? It's okay. I can still have a good enough voice to get this out there. All right. Knowing they have you have you uh, drawn in, well, they'll unload their woes, sadness, trouble, etc., onto you. Their life of oh, woe is me. Right, the sympathetic vampire with you to now help diagnose and discuss the focus on them through transference upon you. By the time it's all said and done, you don't even realize what what happened. Kind of like being uh, being in a situation, and all of a sudden, someone like sucker punches you or something, but it's with sympathy, and you're going, "What the hell just hit me?" Right, right. While emotional, while emotional, have personal things over you to be able to get what they want, and when, whatever they want, with all the wherewithal to get whatever they want. All right. Three, emotional, sympathetic, and energy. It's really a sad state of affairs being the caretaker of any and or all who might exhibit all three traits. There might be somebody who's a hybrid where they do all three. Now, there's more of these types of vampires. They're taking... Again, they're not the actual straightforward, actual vampires sucking the blood out of you, but they're taking every other level... And emotional level and um, psyche that and everything else that you have on you, as your id, your inner id, they're able to go in and get all that. It's tough, right? Exactly. So anyway, um, it's really sad state of affairs, being that the caretaker of any or all who might exhibit all three traits, depending upon their mood, personality or level of of apathy. Some people are such deep levels of apathy, they're in this deep, dark hole, and, you know, misery likes company, so, when, you know, they're trying to pull you into this dark world they're in, you're the light, and they're trying to suck the light out of the room, i.e. be you. Yet, for the most part, they will serve their role of who they who truly are, right before your eyes. It's your ability to observe them as they are and create a game plan on how not to be completely taken in. So, they got you the first time. Shame on me, but you want to make sure that you you're armed and ready with the next things I'm about to tell you, in coming up with the the other part of this whole thing, where you, there's people those those people in your life, and and you yeah, you don't want to be disrespectful, and you don't want to be you know dishonest in any way, and not be you at every moment of every day. But you don't want that to play the major part when it comes down to the process of, it's your Aunt Mildred again, or your Uncle Kenny, or whoever it is. You know you're going to see them. You know you're going to come up to them. And you know you're knowing now more about these people and kind of what they're doing. But now in this next part we're going to go to, this is the part where I give you the how-to and the, it's vanquishing the vampires. You're not getting rid of them. You're just trying to push off aside side and keep your sanity, your energy, and everything else. All right, so, I mean, I'm still going to do what I do. Again, thanks to Tim for uh, getting some ideas in here and ways to, to tighten this up and to get it to where it's got a good, you know, good quality amount of entertainment and all things. But it gives us a chance to not overdo anything but just make it great, entertaining, fun, wonderful content, premium content, and all of the great things that do make what this podcast world is. Alright, so anyway, um, so what I'm going to do right now is get into some uh, music here. That's the bumper music, you're hearing it. So what's going to happen is, is that this is... Episode 42 of the Arena of Ideas podcast. To catch a vampire, we'll be right back. All right, all right, all right. We're back to episode forty-two to catch a vampire, and um, like I said, I'm still going to break things up. We're still going to do the things that we do here, where it's going to try and make it a better value for all of you out there. And again, don't 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 be afraid to be willing to give ideas and things about you know episodes or you know how to make the show better. Uh, show better, excuse me, how to make the podcast better. And all these other things, because that's what I need to hear. I, you know if I'm in the fishbowl and you're not in the fishbowl and you have these things you're hearing and you're like, "You know what? this would make it better. Guess what? you've got your email, you've got a phone number, you've got word of mouth to me, let me know, please do i you know that's how I grow and how we grow as as a group because of course, I've always told you everyone out there in this process. you're my friends and family. And, uh, it makes it all that much more important. Um, uh, again, back to tightening this thing up. We, uh, again, we're in episode 42 to catch a vampire, energy, emotional, sympathetic, and fill in the blank, basically. And, uh, ways in which to keep our sanity, truly our sanity in all situations dealing with everyone. Cause again, it's awareness exercise that may help arm you and maybe it saves you. On the process of dealing with other people, because sometimes people can just hold on, lock you in, and you're you're you ain't going nowhere. Okay, so back to it. This episode is is really thanks to my son Dylan again, who truly loves a show called What We Do in the Shadows on Hulu. I explained it a little bit. It's a it's an adult comedy about vampires. A show about vampires, a a very good comedy, great writing, check it out on Hulu. Well, it was it was well I was watching and now the main characters are actual vampires, bloodsuckers if you will, so on and so forth. You've seen every they've been you know, since the thirties and forties they've had movies about vampires and shows about vampires and so on and so on and all these other people. These movies or shows have vampires tied in with them. So, you know, from Twilight to Interview with the Vampire to God, it's like it's it's like everything it possibly can be and it's overwhelming with so much they have out there. I'm not going to get into that, but anyway. So, in the show comes this character named Colin Robinson. So, yes. He classifies as a energy vampire in quotes. And it's quite relatable because everyone knows a energy vampire in their life. He just took me by storm and really made me wonder in life about who who, t- who takes the role of, uh, of the three I've been pretty much in discussion with in this episode. I hope this helps, clears up, and any ideas yourself about who you know that might be any kind uh, any kind I've mentioned, or other ones that maybe I haven't mentioned, but kind of tie in. Alright, so anyway, um, like all episodes, they're an awareness exercise. I think, let's see, thought it to, to be a little lighter, light, lighter than the, uh, after the last two heavy episodes, of human trafficking and green energy. So now after... Hearing this episode, maybe you'll go back to your work, your families and friends. And not saying to go out and um, pen any of the three types and or other ones on on someone, like you're a detective or something or you're profiling somebody. But just know, as you see people, even in a room full of people or friends or whoever... So basically, like I said, after doing last two, so now now after hearing this episode, maybe you go back to your work, your family and friends, and not saying to go out and pin any of these like different uh, types of vampires, energy, sympathetic, emotional, joy. There's other ones too that kind of they kind of there's more I guess more titles to them, but they pretty much kind of all fall in the realm of the main three i.e. four that i pretty much told you about right so anyway so it's just this might miss my help in identifying someone who might be the type and in, in case or cl- cause issues you didn't understand you know that something was wrong you know you didn't you didn't feel quite right when it was all said and done and when you walked away you felt like you felt like you just kind of, you know, you're kind of stuck in neutral, basically. You had a gear, you had a purpose, you had a rhyme and reason. And by the time they got done, dude, you're like sitting there in neutral and life's passing you by going, what the bleep, what the bleep just happened, right? Later, I'm going into things you can do to help in the process of not being trained and let life and energy be restored. I call these people of doom and procrastination, life thieves. For the most part, everyone greets the the dawning of a new day, one filled with promise, hope, and a new opportunity to motivate yourself and those around you. Take the take that take that to the bank basically. Right out of your head and know there are many of the unwashed masses known as family, friends, co-workers, so on and so forth, acquaintances, and anyone else who doesn't realize they're being a complete drain on society. In their heads, they're thinking they're just fine. That's who they are. And this is just how they greet every day, which makes it even more ominous, eerie, and kind of weird off in the shadows, if you will, kind of like the other vampires, right? But, they, but they're just in plain sight. And they themselves are in the fishbowl and they don't realize it. Those who aren't the solution, well, guess what? Are the problem. Next, before you can learn how to address dealing with the triad of mental and emotional torment in the human form. First of all, to recognize an energy vampire, they are what? very charismatic charm they're very charmed that they, they they are very they have great charm they're crafty use use not take see not not to be taken uh, not to take responsibility for things basically they shuffle things off like if they screw something up or whatever they don't take responsibility for something they shuffle they they shuffle that off onto someone else or something else it can't be them because again remember they're a narcissist For things they cause in mischievous fashion, yet never accept responsibility, pinned on unsuspecting victims, they feed off of this fuel and attention in negative ways. They are self-centered and manipulate, and they're manipulative at all, at times, which to me is unhealthy and toxic. Meaning you hold the guilt, blame, and the aftermath that comes with it. Meaning that while um, they're being this energy vampire, they're throwing all this other these things off on you, on someone else. They're making like a coat that they put they put on somebody else instead of themselves, right? And so they feed off and they feed off the feed off drama and catastrophes on the daily to be. And then and then, what they do is they do all that drama stuff and they throw everything else on everyone else and then they jump in like they're the hero to fix it. Which is completely an oxymoronic statement. How the hell are you going to do that crap? Right? Everyone out there probably shake, listening to this, shaking your heads going, dude, people, there are people like this. There seriously is. Alright, to recognize an emotional vampire. You all caught up on the uh, energy vampire and what to look for. These are traits and things you're going to see dealing with them, and th- that's kind of breaking down a profile of the energy vampire, right? So, to recognize the emotional vampire, here we go: a excessive need for validation, attention from others, look at me, look at me. In quotes, dominated by by the the problems are not their their fault. The problems are not their fault and no self-awareness, a narcissistic, sociopathic person and trait as an emotional vampire can really take a toll on people and their mental states. Really because no matter how you help them, it's never good enough to any degree or level. So really the scariest of all these guys, if you think about it, is the ones that are if you had like all three in front of you and you could put a little sphere and it kind of covers all of it if you had one that's a that's an energy and emotional that always plays on your heartstrings and everything else and throws that on you and then just kind of guilt trips you through everything that's the emotional vampire All right. So to recognize a sympathetic vampire, they feed off others' pity all the time. Always ask others to help for help of all things. Oh, can you help me with this? Can you help me with that? Blah 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 blah. Whatever. And always have a bad condition when discussing things. They can have a they can ha- they can have a good or bad motive or intention behind everything they do. Everything they do could or not be a facade behind their purpose and reasons. So there might be some reason why they're trying to leave you stranded with them, and um, you not really seeing that part. Heavy is this? Is I mean, I wanted this to be humorous, but this is kind of heavy because man, this is kind of everybody. You know, you everybody knows people like this, right? Um, here you go. A happiness vampire. All right, so Happiness Vampire is a person who complains, whines about their circumstances, and is actually out plain, just plain negative, pessimistic about everything. No matter what goes on or what is suggested, they're always out there with, you know, oh, I don't know about this. You know, we'll talk about, well, let's go do this. Oh, I don't know about that. A.K.A. a serial complainer. No matter what's actually going on, this is the person who will really drain you due to the, due to the fact always problems, never answers, or basically um, solutions, to me, can really cause you peace of mind, can can really question your own peace of mind. Right? Exactly. And this one too, I guess, it's kind of in the same theme as the other one. Um, the joy Vampire thrive in fear not enough emotional courage to stand up for their own 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 lives self-defeatus and if they if see your strength and happiness they cling on to you and yours and want to to extract and have it for their own they can't do it themselves they want to gather it they want to get it from you instead of you trying to get it from you know it's just it's horrible so joy and happiness kind of the same So to speak, I mean, they kind of go hand in hand, right? I mean, you don't want it to be like that, but it is. So you guys understand a little better seeing some of these uh, laying out the characteristics of the actual different ones? You seeing it? A little bit better, right? A little more clear? All right, so. They might be out there, someone who exemplifies all of these vampires, right? Traits at different times. People have different moods they're in. They're different ways and different times of the day. So on and so forth. So depending on, on their mood, the situation, and or what might have triggered them to do so, almost like multiple personality disorder for vampires, right? Who might also, also based upon their levels of cruelty, anger, intentions, attitude, and disposition in life of like, a character chameleon I like to say because no one no one person stays locked in the same frame of mind all the time. nobody does. nobody does that nobody nobody's in constant depression or constant overrelation or anything else it just kind of happens right so first there is accepting and understanding what these vampires are you must know how to have a strategy. now we're getting the strategy part. Excuse me. So now we're going to start getting into these characteristics and things. Okay, so... Basic Cruelty, i okay, already got in that part. First, there is accepting and understanding what these vampires are. Then, you must know how to have a strategy, plan, and a way to interact with them so you can navigate life, have your sanity... These steps will help you in the ways to keep your sanity, right? Basically, it's kind of a tit for tat, kind of uh, you know, if you're gonna be doing boxing, right? Think of boxing. One person's coming in and they're they're punching, someone's counteracting, moving, and weaving, right? So that's kind of what this is, right here. So energies. So now here we go. For the energy vampire. Cut them out if you can, set boundaries be too tired for them gray rock them which is making all interactions as uh, uninteresting and unrewarding as possible make it to where like you're not going to be this good person that they're going to feed off of right you're just going to kind of like be there kind of like a zombie yourself kind of um, basically just trying to counteract them far enough away to where you can sit there and get away from that be minimal be be you know be professional be uh, personable but don't get you know do don't step in too far you step in too close and too far they lock you in so stop eye contact lessen the time with them kind of look at your watch and things don't react don't argue or contradict go with the other people listen more than talk humor minimize or cut off contact all right so that kind of uh, lays that out there for you, and let you let you understand that part. That you know, I'm not saying you're not saying cut everyone off, run away, put your hand over your ears, and go la 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 la. No, it's just there's some things you can do to kind of counteract what they're doing, and maybe it'll keep your sanity. Right? Okay. So emotional, set boundaries of discussion. Stick to the facts. Just be on point for everything. Practice mindfulness. Talk to a therapist. Interact virtually, right? Do some like like uh, talking over a phone or something. Guilt is the main driver, so deflect. Stay on task and topic. Note: there are nine actual types of vampires, from repulsive to romantic, gross to gorgeous, folklore, family, and fate. This is all the three Fs. This is all talk about actual vampires. They always play and prey upon even the most innocent among us. There there I'm explaining the realm mortals who exhibit vampire qualities and characteristics. Basically talking about these different levels of vampires and things like that. And again, if it's you or if it's me, you know what? we got to maybe tighten it up and maybe, again, this is an awareness exercise and you start realizing, maybe I'm the problem. Okay, maybe I'm not. Maybe I have some of these things I could work on and be a better me. And maybe if I work on just holding the conversation to the validity and efforts between the two people, instead of trying to take over a conversation, be more about just the conversation and and discussions. Right? Exactly. Alright, so basically that, um, I mean, I don't want to hit someone over the head with this. I'm not going to go on some dissertation, three part series about any of the discussions that we, that we, I talk about or we do. The main thing is it's a, it's an awareness exercise in all things. So that pretty much covers to catch a vampire, the actual topic of discussion for this whole thing. What I'm going to do is I'm going to break away some Bumper music, and then we'll jump right into the comedy corner. I'll get into Beastie Boys as in the mic check. John Wayne is a legend, and I got the plug prop and shout out. I've got it for Shaw's Kebab and Gyro restaurant right here in Pueblo, Colorado. Great eats. I'll get into that too. We'll uh, tighten everything up with a bow. And then we'll move on. But again, I, I love I this. I'm going to get into this and do this more. I'm going to hit more episodes and keep working on my timing and working on everything else and getting better and better at what I do. All right. So, anyway, without saying the word so, come on, Mike. What you hear there is the bumper music song. We'll be coming right back with The Comedy Corner, episode 42 to catch a vampire. Fill in the blank, and um, we'll be right back. Those girls were sounding a little angry. I hope uh, that was uh, actually Punky Brewster or something. Was the title of that? Kind of funny, if you ask me. <laughs> All right. So, <coughs> excuse me. All right. So, we'll get in the comedy corner. Rip up, rip off a couple. Uh, they like a long time ago they called them corny jokes. Now they're called dad jokes or whatever. Um, It's my poor, failed attempt at being doing any comedy whatsoever. That's why I do what I do, and I do just as a host. No way am I a comedian. Anyway, so here we go. Where do you learn to make ice cream? Question. Sunday school. (laughs) Where does Napoleon keep his armies? Where does he? In his sleeves, his s leaves. <laughs> leather is a great for sneaking. For sne- leather is great for sneaking around because it's made of hide. <laughs> and then one last one: people are making apocalyptic apocalypse jokes. Like there is no tomorrow. <laughs> ha, bleeping, ha. That's funny. All right, so what I'm going to do now is I'm going to jump right into this uh, commercial read. I do these, you know, I got to be, I got to have my, my tools sharp. You know, you got to sharpen your tools and sharpen yourself. You know, of course, I do plugs, props, and shout outs. It's an opportunity to give people, you know, promotions, opportunities. Um, also plugs, and the plug part is to help small business to help uh, people's businesses as free advertising for me, I, I loosely say free I mean, the opportunity is there, I have to get authorization from the different companies I do plugs for, but, um, and the wonderful uh, Shays Shaws, S-H-A-H apostrophe S they gave me the opportunity to do the I call it a commercial read for their company, and I consider it an honor and privilege and an opportunity to uh, to do this. And if I ever get signed on, if I ever get anyone who uh, wants to sponsor me or something else, guess what? you got to be doing these anyway. So, But then this also gets out the people's personal companies, so small business, and then local businesses, which are so vital, and the backbone of this country, completely. All right. So it's Shaw's S H A H apostrophe S kebab and gyro. All right. Kebab's Turkish gyro's Greece is from Greece, right? So to start with, um, the flagship, their flagship restaurant is located on Eagle Ridge and I 25 right here in Pueblo, Colorado. So here we go. And again, I'm trying, going to try not to butcher this, but I'm going to do the very, very best I can. A little bit of wordplay in here, and uh, let's go. So it's Shah's, S-H-A-H, apostrophe S, kebab and gyro, where Turkish and, Turkish and Greek food, right? So, where Turkish and Greek cuisine reigns supreme, in quotes. A menu chock full of such epicurean delights to tempt the taste buds of even the pickiest eaters, There is such mouth-watering options. Come back and explore the food to die for. With such great pricing, a real bang for your buck makes Shaw's Kebab and Gyro second to none for fun, family, and food. A warm and relaxed ambiance prepares the palate for great food. From fresh salads, burgers, sandwiches, gyros, vegan, vegetarian options, the kebabs, Even the famous Pueblo Chili, which is famous, can be infused into anything. A real game changer, if you will. The menu has so many options. The staff helped me choose from this Turkish Greek Meats American Eats, Mac, Betty, and Andrew. They're the owners and proprietors of Shaw's Kebab and Gyro. Located at 940 Eagle Ridge Boulevard, I was mentioning the flagship restaurant 81008. Their phone number is 719-766-1088. Located west on Eagle Ridge. If you're going to go, you know, west and east, go west. So you take off there, and then go head down about now a couple blocks down, and on your left hand side, you're going to find that wonderful restaurant. They're open from 11 to 8 each day, closed Sunday and Monday. A 4.7 rating on, on Google. PickupShaws.com is a way in which to order your food from online. They're in Instagram, Facebook, Yelp. They have Grubhub ability, you know, capabilities. They also deliver. If you eat there, you're supporting local and small business. Note... They broke ground on a Pueblo West location, one thirty Tiffany Drive, Pers- and you know, Purcell and Highway fifty, in, again, Pueblo, Colorado, bringing the old world style and ways to today. Like I said, great food. I you know I had a couple of their wonderful, delectable items off their menu. It's these different types of these old school things, but they've taken, put these wonderful modern and flavorful twists on everything. Go down and check out Mac, Betty and Andrew. They're just a wonderful family and they do some great things down there. You definitely got to check it out. It's some great food. And again, they just opened that new location in Pueblo West as well. Do yourself a favor and a flavor and get down there whenever you can. Again, they, they treat people right. It's great everything and uh, pretty much how I explained it. All right, so there's that part. So now what we're going to do is um, we're going to break right into the mic check and then also um, the legends and then we'll tighten this thing up, tie this bow on this thing, and then we'll get moving on.